talk about it, whatever, or move on and then get over that and continue to live life how it should be, not just sitting there focusing on that one thing that doesn't even really matter. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Heartfelt Clubhouse. I am your host, the Baby BC, and I'm joined here, as always, with our man of the month, Ryan. Ryan, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm all right. Can't complain too much. Complaining won't be too much anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you spent last week was your first time stepping into therapy, right? That is correct. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And what day did you do that on? Uh, I believe it was what, Wednesday? Yeah. Thursday. Perfect. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was Wednesday. Okay. So before your meeting, we actually kind of hopped on and we got to chat a little bit. And this would have been your first time stepping into therapy outside of what's offered in the military, correct? Yes, 100%. Okay. So how did that kind of feel <laughs> for you? Um, I mean, it was, it felt different for sure. She like, she kind of like actually, how do you say it? She actually wanted to partake in the conversation, actually made conversation, asked questions about the past, asked like what brought it to the situations, why she, she kind of like knew how to ask the right questions to get the right answer. I guess you could say the answer that she was looking for. Okay. Okay. So walk us through it a little bit. So you hopped onto the app better help and you just immediately got connected to your counselor and when you entered the room when you first started the meeting how did she kind of present herself to make you feel safe how did the conversation start um well I, I feel like first she tried to build a little bit more just like you know saying her name where she's from how long she's been doing this stuff uh, and then i she asked me about myself and I told her I just got out of the military. She said her husband actually retired from the military. Um, so she, she liked the lingo and stuff like that. So it was better to, uh, to explain, be easier to explain things to her and her be able to understand and get where I'm coming from. Okay, perfect. So you just kind of developed that rapport and then how did she kind of progress from there? Did she, you know, delve into what you were kind of going through, or did you kind of have a, a plan when you stepped in of what you wanted to get out of that session? I think it was more so her, like, asking the questions and stuff like that. I, I didn't really have a plan at all. Um, I kind of just laid what I thought was important out on the table, and then she would ask me specific questions to dig further deeper into what I, what I, what I already told her and ask questions about the past as well. We, we talked about a whole, I think it was probably almost either just under or just over an hour, but around that time frame. And then, um, yeah, we talked about a whole lot within that hour. Most of the time was me and her conversating back and forth, but her asking questions and writing stuff down and taking notes and stuff. And then she even referred back to him. Like you could tell she was actually like paying attention and listening. So. Nice. And how did, how did that make you feel when you could like tell she was being attentive with you? Good. It's, it's really good. Actually. It's like, I don't know. I haven't really felt like that in a long time. She was literally sitting there taking notes. It kind of felt awkward at first. Somebody taking notes while you're sitting there telling them about 
the whole life story pretty much. And then um, it's like she could relate because she was taking the notes and, and uh, referring back to them. She could, she even, like, I would tell her names and stuff like that. She would even like, oh, so this person, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's super cool. And I know when you and I had first kind of started talking, it was a lot of like immediacy, like things that were occurring right now for you. So how did it feel to like go back and tell her some of the past stuff? Um, have you ever done that before, looking back to kind of see what's going on now? Uh, I have, but in my own in my own mind, I haven't really like blurted it out too much to many people. Uh, that's one of my biggest, my bigger things is I don't really trust anybody. Like it's very hard for me to trust. So her digging deep into the past and wondering why I don't give other people in my life chances to be able to be trusted. And that was, that was one big thing that she stuck on just in that one session alone is like, Hey, these people from blah, 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 have nothing to do with these people now. So yeah, you shouldn't give them 100% of your trust right away. But on the other hand, you should still keep the door open to be able to trust them. Um, so yeah, digging her digging deep in, in the past like that kind of made me open up a little bit, which I knew. I knew I know you can't bring stuff to other people just because certain things happen, but uh, it's it's super hard for me to be able to do that. So her her digging deep like that helped out a little bit for sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so much easier said than done to take like a past situation yeah. and not apply it to your current situation for sure. So was that, was that a little bit of a breakthrough that you guys had in that sessions or were there other breakthroughs? Uh, I think that was like the biggest hitter on that one. I mean, we talked about a lot of stuff basically. Um, I think most, most of that session was her getting, information she needed and then at the end she actually sent me like two worksheets almost but they're the first one is like something I should read over to get a better understanding of myself and others around me and then the second one was kind of like filling the answers type things like hey if uh if this happens and you get upset about it what what is it going to do in five minutes if you're still upset about it what is it going to do in a year if you're still upset about it like is it basically a, a really is it that big of a deal type thing in the long run so just kind of be upset about it for whatever and then talk about it whatever and move on and then get over that and continue to live life how it should be not just sitting there focusing on that one thing that doesn't even really matter yeah well that's perfect I was gonna ask you if she gave you any homework and yeah. it sounds like she totally did yeah she she sent me those two uh, immediately after we got off the phone. And then she also um, talked about the group in ours, mm -hmm. the free group um, sessions within the app itself. And they have like, I only skimmed over it, but they have a whole lot and they have the times and dates and when they're at. And you can just log on there, join for free and listen or even get your two cents out there if you wanted to uh, on the app itself. So. Yeah. Is that something you might be interested in? Uh, I'd probably at least try it once just to, just because why not? It's there and it's free anyway, so might as well. Oh, yeah. No, I would totally recommend it. We actually, our last man of the month, he hopped into one of those sessions and he was floored. Like, he loved it. It was, you know, people from totally different walks of life 
who were kind of going through the same thing he was going through. And he actually produced like, he got a, a lot of guidance from just hearing their stories and how they maneuvered it versus what he was doing. So that might be a really good opportunity for you as well. Yeah, I'd, like I said, I'd definitely probably, probably try it once just to see and then who knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so overall, are you feeling happy with your first session? Are you excited for the upcoming session? Uh, I'm not sure about excited, but I'm, I'm, I'm still open because I'm still like in that mindset. I mean, after one time, uh, it hasn't really changed it, but I'm still in that mindset of trying to be open and trying to lay out everything um, truthfully, and, truthfully and honestly, because like I said, that's my biggest thing is trust. So talking to this random lady over the phone is kind of like weird for me to be sitting here spilling my whole life story. But on the other hand, if I'm not open and honest with her, then she can't give me the best help that I need for myself. So that's my biggest thing is trying to be open and honest with my past and things that have happened and stuff like that. Um, so I'm still open and I'm still looking forward to it. I think more so still nervous than excited. Um, I don't know the excitement part. It's not, it's not really too exciting for me to be opening my doors like that. Cause I don't really do that too often, if at all. Yeah. It's a little bit scary. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, one thing, one thing to look at is, you know, Yes, she is a total stranger, but that's kind of the best part, right? Because you don't have to wear a facade with her. Like she doesn't have an opinion of you that can be altered. So you can yeah. go like totally authentically and she's, that's her whole job. She's there to support you and get you to the Ryan that you want to be or like the emotions that you want to hold. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. Yeah, well, that's, that is super, to me, it's super exciting. Like I'm over here like, let's go Ryan next session let's go baby but no I understand even you know when I step back into therapy it's it's an interesting like anxiety that you can feel before every session because um, you don't necessarily know what emotions are going to come up and which way the conversation is going to go um, I know that you and I had touched on you kind of one of the main drives for stepping into therapy for you was you want tools to kind of function and and maintain your emotions. Um, is that something you'd be comfortable bringing up to your counselor in the next session if she doesn't provide you with those? Yeah, I, I definitely do that. Like, like you just said, we talked about that. And that is one of my biggest things because a lot of things come at you in life and there's no instruction manual for life. Like you don't, you don't know how to handle certain things when they come up and stuff like that. So it, in my opinion, it's very difficult, especially when these weird, obscure things that happen that has never happened before and you don't know how to handle them and then you handle them the wrong way, then it messes everything up and then you got to go back and fix something that you could have fixed from the beginning. So it's like, I don't know, yeah. Tools are definitely, ways to handle situations is definitely what I'm looking forward to getting out of this. So I definitely should bring that up if she doesn't bring it up or so. You know, I think one thing that you touched on also is that she kind of uses the same jargon that you're used to being in the military. Um, and I think that's kind of the whole point of the Heartfelt Club. Like, we are never taught any of the jargon that comes with mental health, that comes with therapy, psychiatrists, nothing. So it's really hard to kind of understand things when you literally know nothing about them. 
And stepping into therapy is obviously a great way to learn those things and like feel more comfortable in that realm. But also like doing research and stuff like that is a really great opportunity to make people feel more comfortable. So that's why, you know, we're really grateful to have you on the podcast where we're just discussing mental health and making it a little bit more normalized. And you never know who's going to see this and who's going to be like so inspired by you, Ryan, and be willing to step into therapy. Um, so again, we're just really grateful to have you on. Yes, and, ma'am. And have you, and not that you have to by any means, because it's totally your journey, but have you actually told anyone that you've stepped into therapy? Uh, I've told one person. I haven't. That's why I'm sitting in the car. I haven't told my family or anything like that because I don't have that type of relationship, I guess you could say, where I feel comfortable enough going to them and talking to them about it right now in the position that I'm in. Um, but I think after the fact, if it does continue to work and stuff like that, I think after the fact, I could go to them and talk to them about it. But right now, I don't feel comfortable enough in my headset, my position that I would go to them willingly and go talk to them so yeah yes and no <laughs> yeah no that's and that's super fair like again you know you can totally embrace therapy and not want to discuss it with someone else because it's yours like you it's not something you have to share with the world by any means um with regard to the person who you did share it with how did they react how did they support you um <clears throat> She, I think she's more so kind of the one that I've done it before, like I said, with the military stuff, but I mean, that it is what it is. We've already discussed that. Um, yeah, boom. Yeah, she's, she's more so the one that kind of pushed me toward it to begin with, I guess you could say. So that was kind of another big reason that I decided to uh, pursue this and continue with this after we spoke and stuff like that, so. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, well, then she better have supported you. <laughs> she better have been stoked. <laughs> oh, well, that's awesome. Well, I'm really happy for you. And, you know, if there comes a time that you end up wanting to tell your family or anything, you know, I'm sure they will welcome it with open arms as they should. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so, so I think this is a really good point to kind of do our calls to action. If you're ready, if not, I can go first. Uh, yeah, let's let you go first this time. Okay, so my call to action to anyone who might see this, anyone who's watching, um, if you are stepping into therapy, don't be afraid to kind of take control of your therapy session. If you don't like your therapist, um, if you don't feel safe in the space, or if you don't feel like you're getting to what you need to get to, such as tools or talking about a super traumatic incident. If you don't feel like you're getting your money's worth, you have every right to speak up and you have every right to change therapists. You can do that at the drop of a hat, no explanation. Like it is your world when you're stepping into therapy and it's for you. So be your best advocate. Boom, bang. And if you need help, DM me and I'll beat someone up or I'll yell at your therapist. DM me, I'm on it. Yeah, perfect. I think mine would be just if you when you do take that step to go into therapy, just make sure 
you're being honest with yourself because if you're not being honest with yourself, then you're not going to get or receive the best help that you could potentially get in the long run. If you are being honest and open with yourself and your therapist, just make sure you're not leaving out little details to make yourself look better or make yourself look. Cause I mean, there's always situations where you're, you've been the bad guy at least once in your life. So just make sure you're including those as well, because those are situations that you can learn from and they can give you those tools that we already spoke about on how to fix those situations. If they do come up in this, in the future, I think that's mine. So. Yeah, that's a really good one. Okay, perfect. I do have a few more questions before we wrap up, but really quickly, I just want to give you the space to say kind of whatever you want with regard to your last session. Um, even if it's, you know, maybe things you didn't like that you want to touch on. Is there anything that kind of stuck out that you feel like you want to address? For being the first session, I think it was, I mean, like I said, the only thing I've done was the military. So I feel like this would be like a normal, there's only so much you can get out within an hour time frame or whatever the, whatever the time frame may be. Um, I feel like it was normal her getting as much background information as she could to lead into the next session to kind of, kind of have a leg to stand on. So I, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if I'm not expecting enough because of my past with the therapist and stuff. So I'm just kind of settling for it, but I feel like that was a good, uh, first session, a good leg to stand on. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like as long as she created that safe space and you felt like you got to, you know, express your story and where you're at, sounds like it went, went pretty well. Okay. So my question, are you proud of yourself so far? Uh, I mean, honestly, not really. Um, Ryan, what? I don't know. Honestly, it's, it's like, to me, it's just like talking to a stranger, like, just telling her my feelings and, and what's going on. So I don't, I don't know how to feel proud about myself just by talk. Like for me, I feel like I gotta do something. I, I don't know, do something spectacular. Like my expectations for myself are too high. I think to be proud of myself for, I don't want to say just talking to a stranger because it is going into therapy and stuff like that, but that's, I don't know how to answer that question, I guess. <laughs> yeah. no, that's super fair. I think one thing to note is like, you know, you, you probably want to feel proud of yourself for doing something like you said, but so many people would suffer in silence before they would do what you're doing. So like what you did is a big step. It is spectacular. And it's something that a lot of people are like craving and really wanting to do, but they don't for whatever reason, they haven't taken that step. So regardless of if you feel proud of yourself or not, you know I'm fucking proud. And you are doing something very spectacular and very impressive. Even talking to a stranger, it's gonna help and impact not only you, but I'm sure so many people. Cause like I said, you never know who sees this. And yeah, so overall I think you should be super proud. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna work with you on making you brag about yourself and like just really embrace that. Um, but yeah, so as always, thank you so much for joining us in the Heartfelt Clubhouse. We are beyond honored to have you as our man of the month. And I'm really looking forward to connecting after your next session and seeing how everything develops. I appreciate it, ma'am. Thank y'all very much again. Of course. Now go out there and be more heartfelt. Thank you.
As always, if you or someone you know is in crisis, to speak with someone immediately, contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-2855. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Contact Lifeline Crisis Chat or contact the National Alliance on Mental Illness, or NAMI, at 1-800-950-6264, or text NAMI, N-A-M-I, to 741741. Thank you, and don't forget to be more heartfelt.